Welcome to Category Visionaries, the show dedicated to exploring exciting visions for the future from the founders who are on the front lines building it. In each episode, we'll speak with a visionary founder who's building a new category or reimagining an existing one. We'll learn about the problem they solve, how their technology works, and unpack their vision for the future. I'm your host, Brett Stapper, CEO of Frontlines Media. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Caitlin Albertoli, CEO and co-founder of Buzz Solutions, an infrastructure inspection platform that's raised nearly $6 million in funding. Caitlin, thanks for chatting with me today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, no problem. So to kick things off, could we just start with a quick summary of who you are and a bit more about your background? Absolutely. So I'm Caitlin, co-founder, CEO here at Buzz Solutions. And at Buzz Solutions, we are an AI-powered platform analyzing visual data for infrastructure inspections. I know that's a lot of buzzwords, but basically we take in visual data from drones, helicopters, fixed-wing aircraft, ground-based imagery, you name it. We want to be the one-stop shop for analyzing that data, turning it into prioritized, actionable insights. Our first market is utilities. And we launched Buzz about six years ago from Stanford. Uh, I'm a Stanford grad, and my background is in the space of economics, finance, and sustainability. Uh, Prior to Buzz, I ran a nonprofit in the sustainable food space, and that was one of my initial interests in energy and sustainability, which is one of the reasons I decided to co-found Buzz with my co-founder. And I was looking on your LinkedIn, and I saw that you had founded a company called Bless Your Bark. As a proud (laughs) dog parent and dog father, I have to ask, what was Bless Your Bark? Bless Your Bark is actually a a chocolate bark business that I'd started with an old family's recipe. And my whole mom's side of the family is actually from Tennessee. And so growing up, Bless Your Heart was always a a common phrase. And so we decided to have a play on that called Bless Your Bark. It was something I decided to start selling after more and more people every year would ask, oh, I love that chocolate bark. Can I get the recipe? And so we actually started selling it, which was quite a fun time and a great introduction to entrepreneurship. Oh, that's funny. So it wasn't dog related then? No, it was surprisingly not dog related, although we did get several questions about that from people wondering if we were starting a uh, a dog food business. <laughs> that's so funny. And would 10-year-old Caitlin be surprised that you ended up being CEO of a tech company? You know, I think in some ways, yes. In some ways, I think it was interesting to start a company as someone in school, um, at, in college. That was That was quite an interesting time, but I was always really entrepreneurial and I have always been really passionate about entrepreneurship for creating some sort of actionable change. And so I think that's been consistent in my personality from the time I was a kid. Nice. Super cool. And two questions that we like to ask just to better understand what makes you tick as a founder and as a leader. First one is what CEO do you admire the most and what do you admire about them? a great question. For me, it's hard to pick one. Although I will say I heard the founder of Ring, Jamie Simonoff, speak at an event back in the fall. And I just found his story so inspiring. He started with a very local issue that he was passionate about that was a personal issue to him. And he was able to create a company around that and then create a company vision that was so impactful. So I found that story really inspiring. Nice. I think he was just on 20VC. Is that the interview that you watched? No, I was actually at a a small conference with him in the fall, which was really great. I mean, just hearing his story and being able to be a part of that Q&A was super exciting. Nice. That's super cool. And what about books? There's a specific book that's had a major impact on you as a founder. 
So I think there's been several books that have had impacts on me as a leader and then also that have, have driven me to be a better, I guess you'd say, founder. One of them is The Power of Broke by Damon John. I think that book is just so inspirational. It talks about you know continuing to persevere and, and keep going to just have that very hungry mindset. So that was a great one. It as a true sports fan, I really love Lou Holtz. And I also think Lou Holtz's book on wins, losses, and lessons is a really inspirational book as well. It kind of just goes through his, his life journey, but that it talks about just the power of perseverance. And that to me has always been really inspiring. Nice. I have not heard of that book, but I'll have to check it out. I'm, I'm very bored of business books these days, and I'm, I'm looking for other areas to explore. And sports books seem like a, a good place to start. That's at least what a lot of guests have been telling me. I think there's a great way, a lot of great lessons that as leaders we can take from sports and athletics. And I think that I like to look at great leaders, either as founders or as leaders in other industries, other areas. And so that's where I I also like to get some inspiration. Nice. I love that. I know you touched on this at the start of the conversations, uh, but if we can go back and if you can just provide maybe a high level overview of what Buzz Solutions does and, and what the product really looks like. Yes, absolutely. So We launched Buzz Solutions, as I was mentioning, from a launchpad course at Stanford University. And that's where my co-founder, Vic, and I met and shared mutual interest for the energy and sustainability space. And in order to really understand where our company came from and its founding story, it's important to understand what was happening in the landscape at that time for infrastructure, but more specifically for utility companies. Uh, Many utility companies were facing the pressures of aging grid infrastructure, of the need to electrify, and of many renewables coming onto the grid, as well as climatic impacts as well that have uh, caused greater stress and strain on the grid. And big part of those, all of those kind of situations created a perfect storm where utilities feel that they need to inspect more of their infrastructure, modernize and upgrade their infrastructure. And at that time, we were seeing drones were becoming a common play on the scene where uh, more and more inspections were being conducted with drones. And we ended up interviewing 35 different power utilities who all had the exact same narrative. They said they were collecting so much more data of their infrastructure and didn't have a seamless way to analyze it. And so we stepped in and said, what if we solved that pain point of helping you analyze all of this data, which historically has been manually analyzed by linemen, field technicians, uh, looking at each image. And when they're collecting hundreds of thousands of millions of images, that's just not sustainable or scalable. This show is brought to you by Frontlines Media, a podcast production studio that helps B2B founders launch, manage, and grow their own podcast. Now, if you're a founder, you may be thinking, I don't have time to host a podcast. I've got a company to build. Well, that's exactly what we built our service to do. You show up and host, and we handle literally everything else. To set up a call to discuss launching your own podcast, visit frontlines.io slash podcast. Now, back to today's episode. And when it comes to adoption and growth, are there any metrics and numbers that you can share? Absolutely. So we commercially launched into the market in 2019. Since then, we've been serving uh, many utilities across North America. So some of our notable customers include the New York Power Authority. We've done a great deal of work with research institutions like EPRI, the Electric Power Research Institute. Uh, We're working with a utility in the Midwest, one out here in Southern California, which is where I currently am. And then uh, we've done some work with several utilities in Canada as well. 
And what's it like selling to these utilities? Are they open to new technologies like this? Are they scared of it? You know, what's that typical profile look like? And, and what do those conversations look like? That's a great question. You know, we see that many utilities know that there is a real need for a solution to help analyze their data. Our platform, we're able to analyze all of the images very quickly with AI-powered machine learning computer vision algorithms. And we see that many of these technologies are newly being adopted by utilities. So a big part of our conversation that we have with these utilities, how and where can we plug into their existing workflow? As, of course, many of these utilities have been working with the same process for decades, the same workflow for decades. And so coming in with some of these new technologies can be a big transition. And so that's why here at Buzz, we've really focused on providing a plug-and-play solution. We show up with pre-trained algorithms that can start working on day one, can start analyzing data on day one, and can plug in directly into the existing workflow. And that's been a, a very big benefit for our conversations with utilities. It's definitely a very open and receptive to this type of solution coming in to help streamline some of these processes of you know, making sense of all this data that they're collecting, turning into prioritized actionable insights. And one of the things that all startups struggle with is, you know, that trust and credibility when you're early on in the journey and, and how to build trust and credibility. And I'm sure for you, it was especially important because this isn't like a little software widget for an e-commerce tool. This is some pretty serious technology. So what did you do early on to build that trust and credibility with these utility companies? We see that showing a utility how the solution works, how the AI works, and then the results that we're able to generate is much better than any words that we could say or any marketing that we could put in front of them. But we're a big believer in actually demonstrating how our solution works. So that was a big part of how we have continued to validate our solution. And then, of course, we love to have our customers be able to share their testimonials be able to share use cases of their experience working with Buzz and then with our technology as well. And I saw on the site some crazy numbers. It was like 50% cost savings, 70% time savings, and I think five or $6 million in savings. That's super, super impressive. What do you think is holding more companies back from buying it and working with you? What's that roadblock for me? And obviously, I'm not from the space, but it seemed like a no-brainer with numbers like that. Yeah, it's another great question. You know, our cost savings and time savings are big drivers of why utilities are adopting our solution. But beyond that, many of these utilities have significant labor constraints as well. And there's more and more data that they're collecting. And these Lyme and field technicians don't need to be sitting behind a desk analyzing data. Um, these are very highly skilled, highly trained individuals that need to be out in the fields conducting this maintenance. And that's where we're at today is we're seeing that more and more utilities are coming to us and looking to adopt our solution because they're looking for a way to help streamline their workflow and help analyze data faster so that we can turn those people back out into the field doing the jobs that they're meant to be doing, which are the more reason-based, action-oriented tasks. But I think that as an industry, there's definitely hurdles that we're overcoming now with, you know, how do we use AI? What is the true state of where artificial intelligence is today? What are its strengths? What are its weaknesses? And how can we help improve the efficacy of this type of solution in our workflow? And so that's a big part of the conversation that we're having with many of our existing customers and then also prospective customers as well. And how do you think about market categories? And what is that current category? Is it infrastructure inspection or, or what is it? 
Yes, we think of ourselves as an analytics tool for infrastructure inspections. We've started out in the utility space, started out with transmission, which is high voltage inspections, distribution, which is lower voltage or city line type of inspections. And we're also doing substations, but we see this technology applicable to many more sectors just beyond the utility industry. We see that infrastructure more broadly is the category or the market, as you'd say. And if you reflect on your journey, what's one thing you wish you knew before you had started the company? So many things. And it's hard to narrow it to just one. I think that, you know, resilience is just a really big part of being a, a founder and knowing how to quickly get back up again and to keep going, but also how to harness that feedback. You're As a founder, you're constantly getting feedback in so many different directions and being able to take in that feedback in a very constructive way and, and turn it into actions and to help me become a better leader, to help me help improve the company even more, something I wish I'd, I'd known, just how to turn that into action even faster. I'd say that's one thing I wish I knew when I when I started out. But then the second thing I would say beyond just you know how to have great resilience is how to be patient because especially in this market, in the utility industry, patience is required and being able to have the right amount of patience, but also the right amount of drive is, is really important too. Yeah, it seems like an industry that I'm guessing the buyer cycles or buying cycles are pretty long. What's like a normal buying cycle for you? We see 18 to 24 months can be the typical life cycle, I guess you'd say, or purchase cycle for a utility. But there are ones that are much faster than that when there's some sort of driving event. We are seeing that this industry is facing a lot of constrained timelines and compressed timelines to adopt new technology. And some of the driving factors of that are, of course, as I was mentioning earlier, the the push for electrification and also the aggressive goals we have for onboarding renewables at such high rates. So we are seeing that the utility sales cycle is actually shortening. And a big part of that is the driving factors that are requiring faster utility adoption of of new technologies. Nice. And final question here for you. Let's zoom out three to five years from today. What's that big picture vision for the company? You know, we want to safeguard the world's energy infrastructure. That's our vision here at Buzz. And that's how we want to have impact. We want to start out with providing really strong, positive value add and impact for utilities. But we see that there's so many other use cases for where we can really affect positive change and where we can significantly help as a part of other workflow processes. So that's our our long-term goal. Specific to utilities, our vision is to help reduce wildfires, reduce power outages, and reduce force shutdowns from failed grid infrastructure while helping utilities unlock capacity of electrifying and onboarding renewables at even more accelerated rates. And so if we're able to even just have a small sliver of an impact there as a part of that bigger picture, then we think that that's a huge win. And so we're really excited to continue down that road and continue with that vision. Amazing. I love it. We are up on time, so we're going to have to wrap here. Before we do, if people want to follow along with your journey as you continue to build and execute on this vision, where should they go? They can follow us on LinkedIn. We're Buzz Solutions on LinkedIn or uh, check us out on our website to sign up for our newsletter. That's www.buzzsolutions.co, buzzsolutions.co. Caitlin, thank you so much for taking the time to share your journey and, and talk about everything that you're building. This has been a super fun conversation and we wish you the best of luck in executing on this vision. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a great conversation. Yeah, no problem. Keep in touch. 
This episode of Category Visionaries is brought to you by Frontlines Media, Silicon Valley's leading podcast production studio. If you're a B2B founder looking for help launching and growing your own podcast, visit frontlines.io slash podcast. And for the latest episode, search for Category Visionaries on your podcast platform of choice. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode. 